Hello everyone. Today I'm with amazing Kate McGuire and uh, she has a business called Converted Closet and it's an amazing project and she's going to tell you a bit more of her new project she, that she has on top of Converted Closet. But basically is uh, if you have a piece of clothing in your wardrobe that you love so much, either because it's a family heirloom or it's a vintage piece you love, or something you spend a lot of money, but it just doesn't look good because either it's too big or too small or does, just doesn't fit right, then you must listen to today's episode. Welcome, Kate. Hello. How are good you? Good to be here. I'm so well. I'm so uh, well, thank you. I'm so glad to have you on today's podcast. And um, I would like you to ask you so many questions. So let me start with what, exactly do you do could you explain to us what's your business about yeah that's a good question so i'm um i i love to meditate and i sit on my cushion first thing every morning it's just the most important part of my day and for some reason the other day maybe it's just the environment we're in now it just started thinking what am i you know it's like quite a deep question for first thing in the morning but you know uh, who am i what am i doing what's my purpose and i thought you know what i'm um, i'm a conversion designer I'm a sustainable fashion activist and I'm an entrepreneur. Um, and I think I'm kind of, my kind of overall is, is basically a kind of uplifter, inspirer. I feel like that's my kind of purpose. So it's, there's multifold, but um, yeah, it, essentially I would say activist, designer. Um, yeah, that's really it. Awesome, because I, when I went on your website, I check all your videos. And uh, it's amazing the transformation you give to all these women. And the one I love the most was Eleanor. So, mm. because it's like, she had these pieces, vintage that she loved very much, but they didn't look good on, it, I don't know who will look good with that shape. Yeah, And then right. you did some transformation, you did that. And now she has two pieces that she can mix and match. And uh, she was looking so great. She was looking gorgeous, something that was flattering to her figure. And she was happy already. I'm getting goosebumps, just mentioning. But there okay, are so many that, other transformations. Uh, that was the very, very first film I ever made. I've oh. never been on camera. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I know, right? I was like amazing. An I made, <laughs> it was just a, I had like, like my film, I had crew of kind of students like 18 year olds and we were like in this tiny flat moving suitcases from one side to the other because we kind of only had like one or one I think it had one camera we had to I mean it was just like if you could have seen what went on behind the scenes but it just goes to show that that um the emotion it didn't really matter what what was going on it was all about what we could create and how we could make Eleanor feel the power of transformation uh, was just palpable it was so exciting it didn't really matter what it looked like it happened to look really good and we were like okay let's make another one of these but yeah it was a really fun experience watching somebody light up like that yes and also like another one that really uh was surprising was the the woman with the grandmother i can't remember her name with the grandmother beautiful oh victoria yes yeah that you Woo. made a, a sweat at the that was amazing transformation. It looks so fancy and so particular because you do things and you make them so special. And uh, you, every time you seem to catch the character, the personality of the person, how do you do that? 
So do you mean the person that I'm converting? Yes. Or the, or the, yeah. Um, well, maybe that's a bit my background. I was a headhunter. So I was in banking and then I moved into headhunting. And I think uh, uh, probably a, just a bit of who I am as well. But I do feel I can kind of read people. I think I, I can, I get a sense of who they are and what their natural edges and limitations are and kind of who they want to be. But that's, that involves a conversation. You know, you have to get to know somebody when you're doing a conversion. I'm, I'm just not one of those people who comes along and goes, okay, so, you know, you've got a great waist. You need to wear this. You need to wear that. That, that just doesn't work as far as I'm concerned, because how can I possibly know what makes somebody feel good in what they're wearing? It's, it's innate. It's working with somebody. And, and I like to push people to their edge. Everybody has an edge. Um, and I hear a lot, you know, oh, I, I can't wear that, or I'd love to be able to wear that, I just can't. Or I think people always, I seem to, I get the impression that people feel that they'd like to express themselves more than, more than they're confident enough to do through their clothes. So I find that really fun, that, that challenge, to kind of take them to a place where they maybe wouldn't have done, and then let them just light up and be like, oh my God, this is kind of where I want to go. It's power, That's, there's power in that. So it, it's a joy to be part of that process. I absolutely agree. I have found myself that when I feel brave and happy, it's so easy to wear something that will attract attention. That's that this is my personality that is out of the, there's something original and uh, out something weird maybe, or something just very colorful. And uh, when uh, we feel a lack of confidence, we tend to dress like everybody else. So we can merge in. It's easier to, I find that clothing is a very way to, to show up in the world and mm. uh, how we show up can can tell a lot about our personality and uh, it's easier to wear clothes that may be black and blue that make you go like mm, I can merge with everybody else so don't look at me don't but sometimes we like to have that thing and when we can wear something that is our personality that feels so amazing that is like this is me take it or leave it I love that yeah yeah I think it's um it's about um, feeling good about who you are. Basically, that's all, you know, that's all we really want, isn't it? To feel good about who we are. And, and that clothing is our first impression that, that, that we make. It's the first impression we make to ourselves when we look in the mirror. And we live in a very visual world. So I think, um, yeah, it, it, for me, you know, people say to me, God, you know, why do you put makeup on every day and you dress up and and I just think, well, why wouldn't I? Like, I can have a better day because of that for myself. I, I can look in the mirror and feel like I've been put together. I can go outside down to the shop and bump into anyone I know and just feel good about how I'm presenting myself. And I, I believe that, you know, the outsides and insides are so intrinsically linked that, um, you know, I can, I can help my insides by just feeling put together on the outside um and 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 the same goes for the other way yes i totally agree with you and as a mindset and behavioral expert i can confirm that it's been scientifically proven that what we wear affect our moods also colors mm. so what can, can you talk about that i'm really curious basically it's like um they say, for example, that we should prepare the clothes the day before, in a moment we are feeling good. Because if we prepare them in the morning, we're going to go with the mood, which is always usually like, 
I'm feeling so grumpy, I need to go to work, and you're going with the safe options. So you will go with the gray, blue, black, blah, blah. Instead, if you prepare the clothes and you're diligent enough to wear those clothes that you prepare, when you are feeling in a good mood, most likely you're going to feel good. Because it's like colors, for example, make you feel more happy. Just a vibration, isn't it? Yes. And also, I guess when you look in the mirror, it's like you're wearing some red or bright yellow. It's like, ah. Colors do affect our moods. In fact, there are um, people who work with um, color therapy, you know? Yeah. And so it's absolutely um, something that works. And also, as you said, you like to dress up every day because I can't see anybody wearing old leggings with holes and being happy. It's like, you know that something, you're wearing old clothes with holes and stuff. How can you be like, oh, I'm feeling great, but I have holes in my leggings. <laughs> well, I, I will slightly challenge that because um, I think this is really interesting. I find this is, this is crunchy for me. Just to take your holes in the leggings thing. Okay, so I think we're living in the, the whole mindset shift is changing so much. And I think we're moving into a time where if like holes in leggings can be celebrated and be cool. And I think that's all part of a movement that I, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm into. Um, obviously, you know, we know I, I'm all about creating high end pieces because I want to elevate the movement um, and appeal to the people at the top of the fashion chain because that's how it infiltrates. But I kind of really interesting because I would have, said that I would have agreed with you like you know a few years ago and now I'm like honestly the first thing that came into my head was oh my god I'm so cool I've kept these leggings and I've worn them so much that they've now got holes in them do you know oh, what I mean I like interesting I it's like see. a badge of honor yeah well uh, to be honest I do have a pair of leggings that I kept that are uh, hot fuchsia very nice and they have two holes on the knee because one of my, my one one of my dogs were a puppy she liked to pull my legs through the leggings so as I miss my dogs so much they're with legs abroad and I miss them so much that is whenever I wear those leggings I, I miss her and it reminds me oh that was a, a, a happy moment of my life but I'd never wear them outside. But, I but how about, could you do something to convert them into something else? Or could you, okay, this might sound a bit naff, but this came into my head. Um, like I'm thinking kind of Gucci kitsch. Like there are so many incredible kind of little badges that you can buy now on Etsy and eBay and like tiny little sequin doggy patches. and. You know, I mean, it sounds naff, but if you're wearing, if the leggings are black and then you find a little black dog, you know, it's just kind of, from, to me, if I see that, I, 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 it lets my, I just think that's cool. Like it's, it's, um, it's a very personal expression and I really admire that in anybody. It doesn't really, to me, it doesn't necessarily matter what it looks like. Like, but if they're wearing leggings and they're really, they're happy and they've got this like little like you could cover up the hole if the hole offends you and just put something else that's irrelevant and just team them with like an ultra cool blazer and a pair of, you know, I mean, it's really bizarre what you can do when you use other things to, to elevate. So, but think around holes. There are all sorts of things you can do with a hole. <laughs> anyway, I'm not, I'm going to go off on a tangent on doggy patches now, which is where I was going to go, but 
um, yeah, I, I think within every, there's always an opportunity for conversion, always. I love that. While you were saying about the, the thing about Etsy, I was thinking about a book I listened some time ago, uh, Marie Kondo, Spark yeah. Joy, that she said, if you love something that is broken, keep it, make something else with it. Yeah, a belt. I mean, honestly, leggings make amazing belts. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, because it's already elastic. Mm. <laughs> and not knack ones. I'm not like talking about, oh, stick a, you know, that looks really homemade. It doesn't have to look homemade. It's the way you do it. You know, if you cut it, if you cut the leg off, you could cut a strip off, you could double side it, you could interface it, you could put a really amazing gross grain ribbon pleat along both sides, you could buy a vintage buckle on Etsy you know and then just put it all together or an amazing brooch put it all around you and then fasten it or fasten it at the back with a brooch but just that you know it's just about getting creative with things um yeah wow that's amazing (laughs) you're looking like stunned i'm not sure no 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 i'm like uh i love i love creativity and i'm like i'm not very creative but i love this concept that I never thought about that that's amazing but can I ask you how um how did you manage to get from uh, headhunting in banking which is not very creative to become a creative where you revamp clothes what's your yeah um well first of all I just have to um being a bit challenging this morning, I don't know why, but I think it's really interesting, um, stimulating conversation. I really believe that every human being is innately creative. Like we are all, to be human is to be creative. And I think we're all creative in different ways. And we sometimes judge people for being, you know, if they're artistic, then, they, then they're creative. But I see accountants are creative with numbers. You know, everybody's creative in their in their own world. If you start analyzing how clever you are and you know manipulating things, that's creativity. Mm-hmm. So you can translate that way of thinking. And I, I'm really passionate about. I really want to kind of get everybody feeling creative and just tapping into the beginning. You know, maybe you don't see yourself as a creative person, but you are. So I think there's like get in touch with the smallest part of you identify something very small where you are a bit creative like oh I choose my earrings every morning and I I'm quite good about you know making sure that I wear this the belt or I like to match my shoes with whatever okay so you start there and then you start really celebrating that bit about yourself and you will find that you get increasing you start feeling increasingly creative you have to start celebrating the small bits and the rest will follow that's just a tip um <laughs> so on the how do i start this so um in short um i i have and i don't know why i have so, an extraordinary extraordinary love for clothes and i think it might have become, come about because i think i've always had it but when i was younger i was i had um a problem with food in my body i had all sorts of image weight body image issues and I could never really feel good about the way I looked. I didn't like the way I looked in any clothes. And so I would um, convert them to sometimes just style conversions, you know, like everybody does. But I knew how I wanted to look. And I was 
very specific and I never wanted to look like anyone else, but I felt restricted because I didn't want to draw attention to parts of my body, but I wanted to look like I had style. And so there was this always this line and I think probably I became a bit of a, a scientist in that art. Um, there's a, there's a sort of oxymoron there. Um, an artistic, well, there we are. No, a creative scientist. That's exactly what I've just said. I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I think that happened. I went into look at the part where we are now, and I for my journey because I'm a commercial person, and I love. Oh wait, Katie. and I really um, commerce and um, business, and so I'm sure if I'd have kind of always followed the artist. Oh, I lost you. There we are. Can you hear me? There we go. Yes, okay. I can. I can see you now. Oh, okay, I lost um, you for a second. Just uh, now, um, you are. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Perfect. And now I'm going to turn it this way. So that's it. That's better. Okay, okay. that's better. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm not sure I would have, I would have ended up in the place where I feel like I can have the greatest impact that I want to have on the planet if I hadn't come down a more commercial, you know, route, a drier route. And I, I'm, I did always connected to my, to, to my love for fashion. I was working in a bank, and I remember before kind of leopard print pony skin became popular i would be wearing these pumps around the trading floor and you know i remember such, such a drama queen but i remember kind of <laughs> styling myself with like um i remember like honestly my hair in a great big bun you know um and and just like dark red lip and like a you know a, a slick eyeliner I just going in so like every morning I would create myself as somebody else like I'm just, like with a load of bankers they just been like what this woman's doing I don't know you know but I enjoyed it for me it was part of the fun it it you know we were talking about it elevating your your mood I just I just really enjoyed it nice. so that that kind of that that's how I kept my my creativity in there and then converted closet started after I had my my child and then I realized that um, I started to learn about the sustainable fashion industry and I realized, I thought everyone converted their clothes. I, I just genuinely thought everyone was out there converting their clothes. Nice thing to do, isn't it? And realized that actually they weren't. And then, um, and then I started putting two and two together and realized that, convert, that first of all, uh, I can't use the word upcycling because that just sounds like recycling and that sounds like plastic bottles and I'm not wearing anything upcycled. I, I'm a lover of very high fashion. So I thought, right, well, let's just rebrand it as conversion and then it's immediately cooler. And then, um, oh, look, this, this movement actually addresses the two biggest issues in the fashion industry, which are consumption and waste at the same time. Um, that's a bit of a no-brainer. And so it's now just become my life's mission to, um, to, to make that commercial. Because I really think that once we start making sustainability commercial, it, it you know, we've already been able to do it, but I think that's, uh, but that, that's, what, that's, that's what I'm really excited about doing. So that's now what Converted Closet and Conversion has become. Awesome. Because just last night, I happened to watch a bit of the Great British Swimby 
and mm. it looks amazing yeah. that program they take patches and they make some brilliant yeah it's amazing i never knew about that program but just before the our interview today that episode was saying uh the guy was saying that at the the present moment there are enough clothes to dress the next six generation of people so if uh, if you want to watch the replay uh today is the 28th of may i think so yeah 28th of may was last night's episode and the program is called the great british swimby six generation of people right now and we keep producing clothes it's crazy and they end up most of them in the landfill yeah it's something like um 87 fiber input for clothing gets burnt or landfill so seven i've just i've just always like these stats 70 percent of materials used in fashion are brand new and at the end of their life 75 to 80 percent end up in landfill so you know what we forget is that every piece of new fashion we buy is basically the product of natural resources from our planet of which there are a limited amount and when we put it into landfill which we have to um like 80 75 to 80 percent of the time because there's just that's what happens and we can't um we can't recycle it yet the tech's not quite there for most of it um that's like we're then polluting our planet with it so we reap all the natural resources we wear it a few times and then we dump it in the planet and then we do new and there are billions of people doing that all the time and every second an enormous truckload of textiles gets done on two there you go that's what's happening and what you know conversion is like well we're going to take all that dead resource because people wear 20 percent of their clothes in their wardrobe so the clothes you're talking about are mostly in people's wardrobes they're obviously in charity shops as well but we, we're all guilty we, we take every resource the clothes that are already in its ends of clothes which are effectively meters of perfectly good fabric and instead of dumping them into landfill where they pollute our planet we turn them into an economy and we get people using them and creating fantastic new original fashion which saves people from going out and sucking the planet for new resources. Oh, it's just like, it's just, but you know what I really believe? It's only gonna take off when it becomes ultra cool and everyone's doing it and the top of the fashion chain are doing it. You know, and we've got, it, it's, it's it, at the moment I really still think upcycling is a bit of a kind of, bit of a dirty word and that's why I just can't even use it. And I. So my job is, part of my job um, is to help to make this word, make this movement cooler than Balenciaga. I will be happy when people are like, I'm wearing conversion, not Balenciaga. Yes, yes. I I'm love sorry, it. Balenciaga, I'm, I'm paying. But that's the thing. Uh, I believe that I was guilty of overbuying stuff in the past. I was not feeling good with myself or whenever I felt empty, I would buy clothes and bags. And, um, and that was a mindset problem. When I work on my self-confidence, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't need stuff. 
And it's actually what I really admired uh, when my granddad passed away. Um, we went through all him and my grandmother's stuff. They kept everything with so much care. They mm. had the clothes very well kept. They still had the cutting board that we saw in the old pictures of when my mom was like eight and they still kept the same cutting board. There was a care for things and things were made even better. Nowadays, when you wash a t-shirt, after the first time it becomes shorter <laughs> and uh, things are made, made fast, fast, faster. And I believe in the past things were made better and they were made to last. Now it's like buy more, buy more. But as I say, if you, we make this cool, uh, we can change and it's always start from someone and then it's like a domino effect like since I've been into I, I had no idea me Janine I can make a small change in the world I had no idea but actually these companies understand money so if we stop giving our money this is a fake 500 <laughs> euros is a specimen but if this is what they understand before supermarkets were not doing organic till we started to want organic stuff mm -hmm. so if we all raise our voices and say we want to get less clothes but better quality and they last then the companies need to either make us happy or do something else i agree with you and i think there's a way of speeding that up because honestly I know that there are all these stats out there and I think um, it's, is it Generation Z? What's the, I think it's the, that, you know, the, the kids, they are, you know, saying en masse, they just want to, they're looking for sustain, they're looking for it all. Of course they should, they should be able to have the fashion they want in a completely sustainable. Um, but I think there are many generations that aren't quite there in their thinking. And I also think when it, when push comes to shove, and you really want that fashion fix you know it's still it's still like okay i think we have to make it incredibly easy for people so there's really no choice like it's basically the same choice you're going to do the right thing or not um, and then i do think um we have to make it cooler so i don't think we can rely on people from being from the goodness of their hearts wanting to do the right thing. I just honestly think, I just don't think that the masses are there yet with it. I'm moving to America in August and, um, you know, I, I'm gonna love America, but I think there's a lot of work to do there. Like we forget how ahead we are in our thinking in Europe. And um, they're just, they don't even know. They don't, like most people don't even know that renting, Rent Runway is a huge company in America now. And, Obviously, it's a, a much more sustainable way of consuming fashion because you're wearing it once and giving it back. But um, most people just are wearing Rent the Runway because it's affordable. They get a bigger choice of wardrobe. It's convenient. Great. And then you say, oh, it's really sustainable. And they're like, oh, excellent. Mm. You know, so I think it's the same with sustainable fashion. You've just got to make it cooler. Yeah. You've got to make it a badge of honor. You've got to kind of, and actually give people even better fashion. You have to give them better fashion than they can get from the shops. And that's, I think conversion does that as well because you always get offcuts. When you convert something, you get pieces of fabric and you can make bespoke accessories with them that you cannot buy in Zara. You can't buy like a matching band or a really cool cuff that you can wear with your summer dress, like a strip of fabric and just, you can't make laces for your shoes out of strips of fabric that you've had left over from a skirt. You know, there are so many cool things, but 
when you go outside and you wear one of those little things, that sets you apart. It, it just, it, well, for me, you know what? It's all about how we feel inside. When I wear a little accessory that I've made, A, I get, you know, lots of people are like, oh my God, that looks really cool. But more than that, it's, it's I feel, I feel like people are like, it's like people can't understand how that happened because you, it's like, how, 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 did, how did she get that? Like that must be a really special piece of clothing because it came with its own skinny scarf. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And uh, your experience, how much of our wardrobe in a percentage we use? We, the statistics are, I'd like to be able to do my own research, but I hear it all the time. I, I've looked, done lots of research. It's 20% we wear. I believe on that. Average. I think I'm, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> during then, this time, during COVID-19, I think I would probably say 1%. Yes. <laughs> I mean, God, we're not wearing any of it right now. <laughs> yes yes the stretchy the stretchy part we're wearing yeah yeah and uh, i'm wondering how many of us will have problem to fit in the jeans mm. I'm, they're starting to get too tight for me so i think i need to be more careful and uh, break break my relationship with the fridge <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, you, you'll, you'll be introducing more people soon yeah but you were saying about the project you have to start to rent clothes would you like to tell more about that that's amazing yeah thank you well i'm making i'm working with uh, the uk's number one rental company which is my wardrobe hq and they effectively rent clothes from the from lovely wardrobes um to people and i think it's a really great uh, business model so what i've decided to do is to create a collection of converted clothes exclusively for them that you can, at the moment you can buy on um you can buy the clothes that you rent on my wardrobe so you have an option to buy something if you rent it and you love it i feel um with my collection that i i, I don't really want anyone to buy it because if they buy it the chances are it's then going to go and sit in their cupboard again so only rental and then um i probably from my history which i talked about you know with my relationship with my body um i just still can't believe that designers don't cater for women over a size 12. and so what i decided i've teamed up with a company um who are going to be producing patterns of everything I made. So you will be able to click to rent. Um, and if it doesn't fit you, you can click to download a pattern of that garment in anything from a size six through to a 20. And um, they actually do 24, um, which I just think is incredible. And um, I just think that for me is just brilliant because then I'm going to encourage people to make the garment to go to a dressmaker, get it made. Um, it's still going to cost you probably less than you know buying something um, special. Make it out of clothing that you already have, or go to charity shop. Um, you just need to, you know, that will give you quantities and how much you need and the type of fabric consistency that you're going to need for that particular garment, and then go and get it made up. And the great thing about conversions is that very often, you know, you already have shoulders in place. You already have 
front and the back to a garment. So it's just a question of tweaking it rather than remaking the whole thing from scratch, which does make it a lot more economic as well. But then of course there's there's no waste because I'm not holding any any stock. Um, and I just I just feels like the right it feels like a really good way forward. And and also I think I I'm in an advantageous position where um, you know my designs are my intellectual property and um, I tweaked what I had, but it's still original and. I have no interest in holding on to my designs. I want to share them because I want to get clothes worn. I want people, if it's another way of getting people wearing the clothes in the back of their wardrobes, bring it on, have what you want. Awesome. That's amazing. And I love your passion and, uh, and your inspiration and fire you have inside. And, uh, and you can get this also from the videos when you help these women to find their, their thing that makes them feel so good about themselves because finally they can wear the piece they love. And, and also, I was very surprised when you said, I can be creative as well. So everybody can be creative. I never thought about the person being like uh, into numbers. I'm very bad with numbers. <laughs> But even accountant can be creative, yeah, because they create stuff with numbers. And uh, I'm going to look for my creativity side. You know what we should do? We should look up. I've got a dictionary. Ah, oh, how funny is that? I'm just while you're talking about the question, I'm just going to look up the definition of creativity. This is the lovely thing about doing a podcast from home because um, creative, involving the use of imagination to create something imaginative innovative experimental okay creator a person or thing that creates thing a producer author designer divisor originator inventor you know i just think so let's just go right back to the involving the use of imagination to create something like we create our lives don't we we're choosing all the time everything is a choice that's creative so i think we just need to disband that whole fallacy of no you know i'm creative or i'm not we are all creative I love that. I love that. Uh, I thought I was a bit more dull than I thought. <laughs> yes, it's true. We, we create our realities every moment. And, uh, mm -hmm. and also, yes, I'm creative when I cook because I never follow recipe books. Maybe sometimes I use them as an idea, but so, yeah. I'm what? As well. <laughs> and you, what? Are you kidding me? So that's a, oh my goodness. Just apply that to fashion. You'll be fine. But see, you have this attitude that uh, you want people to feel good. You have this gift that is amazing. And you can see it in the women in the video. You can see in your interaction. You care for, for people. You can see that. And it's amazing how you want us to feel better with our clothing that we love because we spend much money on that. And um, um, so how somebody can reach out to you? Um, like you have a beautiful Instagram profile and a beautiful website. I will share the links in the description yeah, great. of the podcast. But um, how can people... So the, that's a good question. The good news is I've just taken on an assistant. So I'm now going to be posting consistently on Instagram because I've got so much going on. I haven't been and I really need to be. I want to be. I've got lots of films made. So I've now got somebody who's taking that over. So that's really good news. So D, I get lots of DMs on Instagram. And, and actually what's been absolutely gorgeous over this period of lockdown is that people have been sending me videos, DMing me videos of themselves in clothes. It's funny because actually it started off with people sending me 
like a picture of a dress hanging up like I'd have one here and it'd be like take a picture send it to me going got any ideas for my dress <laughs> and I'm like well I have to see it on you I can't like what are you talking about so funny he'd be like well if you just put it on for me and let me just have a look at what you look at and then what do you like I find myself asking this question all the time so tell me what you like about it tell me what elements you like and what elements you don't and what's your you know you just got to get to know people and then I can say okay well think about this so I'm writing a book I think the books are going to be amazing I've got one for men uh, one for women one for conversing kids clothes and then we're doing a, a conversion junior so a book for kids to use to convert their stuff um, and um, that's really exciting for me because it's 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 giving people maybe like you who don't feel creative but actually are like a, a it's like a recipe book for beginners and it, it enables you to design and redesign clothes in a way that you get to sort of see them before you take them and get them made um which is really important i draw loads of i, I draw it out really before i convert it because i can't every, if every designer will say the same thing they all have to draw it out it's in their heads but until they actually can visualize it even in drawing form, they can't, you can't tell whether you really like it and you don't want to go to the expense of making it up um, and then it not being good. So I don't want people to do that. I, I would like to show them how easy it is to get to a point where, you know, so, and there's an app that goes with it. So you can do it through an app and you can drag the lines to just change a garment. Um, so that's, the book is really important. I can't remember why I'm on that, but I'll just quickly say and the other thing, that I think is really important is how do you find people around you who can convert? And that's another thing I'm making really easy for people. How do you so do that? I, ah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's in development. And um, okay. I've got a proof of concept coming out in eight weeks. Um, and that's going to be amazing. That's going to be a game changer. I'm so excited about that. So um, I can't remember what your original question was, but I went off on the, on the book. Uh, no, oh, never mind. There we are. It was a that um yeah because also your idea is going to make also artisans get back mm -hmm. to work because there are so many people that love that's right to to do work clothes or shoes or bags mm -hmm. and uh, instead they're doing something else that then because that's not mm -hmm. um um that's not a, a big job right now. So artisans are very few, but instead when everybody with us will make our clothes uh, tailor-made and the shoes fixed instead of buy a new one, artisans mm -hmm. will blossom again as they used to. Exactly. So I'm giving them a way of being able to do that. That's and amazing. joining it all together. Yeah. We'll have to do another podcast when this comes out. Yes. Yes. I would love that. Yeah. Love really that. cool. <laughs> Yeah, and also I used to live in Uganda for a few years, and that's where I started to be intrigued by the idea of conversion. Like they had bags that, when the handles get all dirty or ruined, they will just put mm -hmm. some nice piece of fabric. They will uh, patch clothes like a pair of jeans with nice. Uh, they are very creative because mm -hmm. that's what they do. Uh, they because do they it. have to be. Yes, because they use the resources they have. But I think we have lost a bit of that. We buying stuff already self already made is a bit lazy, but it's easier. However, oh, super say, lazy. 
Yeah. But it's but that's you're right. I mean, it, it's the issue is is the issue of what comes first. You know, consumption. Consumption drives supply. You know, it's just like this this great big. You know, it's going to be. I think we have to kind of brace ourselves for a little bit of. You know, when when change happens, it can. It's, it's a bit unfamiliar, and I, I suspect that the industry is going to wobble a bit because of of embracing a new way of doing things. Um, but that's that's healthy. I, I really feel that that's how we move forward and we develop new ways of being. Um, just support the people who are to find other ways, like more sustainable ways of, of doing what they're doing, because there is always a, a more sustainable way of doing what you're doing. It's just all just really believe that. Um, but I think, yeah, I think that that's part of it, laziness. So, but again, like, like I was saying, we can't tell people to not do it. Like, I'm sorry. No, it needs yeah. to be something that I think blossoms with time. That, like Westwood's message is, you know, it's great, but well, I, I want, I want to, I want that dress. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> I, I do that. You know, if I do that, I'm sure other people are doing that too. But then again, it, we don't need to be uh, one of us to do that things perfect. We need a million of us doing things imperfectly. So it's not that we need to go all now, no more buying clothes, just buy less and buy yeah, something 100%. that you know you're going to wear at least 40 times instead yeah. of uh, five. And also I've noticed that the industry of fashion is like to push you to buy stuff that doesn't even suit you. It is like there is no guidance or say this looks good on this kind of body shape, this doesn't. So it's like as long as you buy and then you arrive home, it's like I don't actually look that good with this. And then you stop wearing it, but there is no guidance because I think they don't want you. But to it's not it. in their interest. Yeah, of exactly. Course. It's it. Exactly, but yeah, today's talk is not about do not buy anymore from uh, evil comment. Just buy less and um, uh, convert your clothes you already have. And today you have taught us how many ideas we can do with a pair, old pair of leggings and stuff. So it's totally possible. Well, I want to make it possible for people to be able to buy converted clothes very easily because that's then you're actually helping, you're regenerating the planet through your purchase. So for me, that's when it becomes interesting, when you're consuming fashion and helping the planet at the same time, a regenerative industry. That's really, that's the most interesting thing for me. Like the circular circular economy is certainly uh, where the fashion, the primary fashion industry is wanting to get itself thank god um but to create a regenerative economy is the dream and um that's my dream just putting it here right now yeah and my dream is to make people's life uh feel okay with less is more and a simpler Mm. life because i learned the hard way (laughs) that buying and feeling our houses with stuff is not what makes us happy i thought oh with that jacket with that phone i will be happy with that car i will be happy and happiness is something that we are we need to find it within ourselves everything else is a distraction and uh, stuff is beautiful but i just want to buy only stuff that i love and are beautiful instead of just buying something oh it's on sale i hope i will never do that oh it's, it's cheap i will buy it because also when we buy something cheap, when we wear it, it's like we don't love it. So how can 
a t-shirt that is uh, was on sale is the wrong color but was cheap how can that make us feel amazing and so it's again the mindset of wearing things you love that makes you feel good about yourself and uh, and stop feeling things just because you feel empty somewhere inside it's like and instead you're looking for distractions like oh, i need to feel i need to buy a new phone i need to no <laughs> You're talking about a lot of different com concepts. <laughs> You're right. I mean, that's, that is the world. I think that's why I'm, I'm kind of, I'm really interested in how the world's going to look post COVID because I think it has um, definitely made a lot of the people in, in my life a lot more mindful than they were. And I think that's the key. It's just really just taking the time to observe what you've got. And I think so much of the time, we're just not in the moment. We're there. Mm. And we're thinking that beyond there is is where we want to get because then we'll be happy. But of course, you know, all the great philosophers and great thinkers have said it's got nothing to do. There is no destination. It's all about the journey. So we're on the journey here and we're having a good time. Come on the journey, whoever's listening. And yeah, contact me. Just just email. I think emails on Instagram. But I will be making it much easier to get hold of me. But yeah, I, I love hearing from people and I'm always interested in helping where I can if anyone gets stuck with something they want converting I'm, I love looking at stuff like that yeah and as you mentioned about COVID one theory I agree with is that this virus has really make us visible that what happens down there is not me it's not doesn't doesn't apply it's like mm. if somebody very far away can get sick you can get sick too it's like Mm. illnesses as any illnesses they look they don't look into your gender age uh, mm. it's like it's it's something that uh make us all human and we are all alike mm. there is no better or worse so there's no superiority inferiority uh it's just we are all one and uh, if, uh, if i watched a documentary once about china and this woman was talking about the fashion industry and uh, the rivers in this town which i don't remember the name get a color and mm -hmm. you can know which is the next um next season fashion from the color of the river yeah. one time is red the other one is blue and that water in the river is going to end up in the sea and the sea mm -hmm. then is going to at some point pollute the fish we eat and the water where we swim so it's we are all one we are all connected so i've just got the 20 percent of wastewater in the world comes from the fashion industry through dying and treatment processes 20 percent i said that is i mean we're a blue planet that's quite a lot yeah 20 looks and, and now i know i interviewed water. someone yeah <laughs> Um, a, an amazing guy for, from a company called Colorifics, and they have developed a sustainable dye made from a DNA of parrot feathers that is cheaper than chemical dye and can be used by the same components or the same um, systems um, and machinery. And um, and you know they just want they just need to be able to scale that up, but they 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 can grow it in a lab. So there are there are things on the way. There are awesome. really cool things on the way yeah we, I, I really think we have to trust to a, a certain yeah. point and, and also look to the future don't look at the past look to the future yes yes because there is a few problems right now and there are so many creative minds that are stepping up like you 
it's like actually we can do fashion in a different slightly different way and then this guy is studying how to do uh, sustainable coloring in this all our minds our creative minds that everybody is creative <laughs> um we can figure out how yeah. to make things better and if everybody can yeah, do one percent better is yeah. we need 100 of us to make 100 percent better 100 percent i'm with you that's my maths even if i'm bad at maths kate <laughs> was truly amazing to have you today you are so inspirational and amazing and I can't wait to have you again on uh, your ne on my next podcast when you have your book or whenever you have something new. Please let yeah, me know, and so I will be honored to have you again on my as a guest on my podcast. Well, thank, thank you very you. much for having me. It's always a pleasure. It's my my pet subject. So thank you for having me. My pleasure. I really loved it very much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye.